Welcome to the Your Mom Has a Blog Podcast. I'm Chad Edgington. And I'm Melissa Edgington. It's the, uh, it's the big post-Thanksgiving letdown around here. <laughs> the kids have just figured out they have to go to school um, Monday after they've been off for nine days. Yeah, it's going to be tough. Yeah, I, they kept saying, we have to go back to school. And I kept thinking, well, you know, you haven't been on school that long because yeah, I've been going to work. So it hasn't seemed like a big break, a big vacation. Yeah. But for them, it really must have seemed like, you know, it's like the summer again. The The first day back after Thanksgiving break is always a tough one. I don't know why. I think it's because it seems like a long wait for them for Christmas. Really? They're just ready to get past all the school stuff and get to the fun Christmas stuff. Yeah. Oh. But the thing about the Christmas this year is it's it's really lasting you know, like they're going to have to be in school till right up till Christmas. I know. You know it's they, kind of a bummer. Yeah, it's one of those weird, weird ways that it works out. It just kind of shifts over the, over the time, but they'll have a lot of time to play with their toys. Yeah, they will. Yeah. So, well, uh, interesting day today, uh, did a memorial service for a man. I did not know him. Uh, the church member's father passed away and was, I preached at the first Baptist church in Elbert. And yeah. you were there to see it. I was there. Found out the church was built in 1950, and it hasn't been uh, changed really since, it looks like. Yeah. That was interesting, wasn't it? It was like going back in time. Yeah, it was neat. It was cozy in there. <clears throat> yeah, so, or something. It was, it was, it was, it was, the pulpit was really small. It reminded me of um, Harmony Baptist. Yes, yeah, yeah kind of had that feel. Old, Had that vibe. Yeah, kind of a vibe. A lot of natural light. Yeah. Yeah. Those are strange to do funerals like that when you're, you don't know the person. And I only knew just a couple of people that were there. And uh, you, know, you wonder when you're preaching someone's funeral, you know, what are you trying to do? You're trying to impress people, try to do a good job. You're trying to minister to people. It's a weird thing. You know, it's hard. Yeah. And, you know, I'm self-conscious and a people pleaser to begin with. So I just hope, you know, that you do that you say and say something comforting. Yeah. But then also want to be tr- truthful and say the gospel. So it was really a interesting funeral. So we we did the funeral and it was actually a memorial. They had the ashes and then we went to um the gra- the graveside and they were going to go ahead and bury the ashes. And as I was giving the benediction right at the very end the crescendo of the whole thing and I got stung by a wasp right on my finger. And it hurt. They said it was a wasp. And I mean, it... Now I can't really tell which one it was. Let's see. That's strange, isn't it? I feel like... Oh, I can feel it now. Ooh, yeah, that does hurt. If I get it and just... If I touch it in just the right spot, it really hurts. Mm. But, um... Yeah, it was the weirdest. It was the weirdest sensation because it really hurt like fire, and, I, and I, it like disoriented me for a minute when I was trying to give the benediction blessing, and I like raised my hand up like, "What's happening? Like my hand is on fire." I tried to raise it up. <laughs> oh man, that was weird. But you know, weird stuff like that happens. I've never been stung while preaching. Yeah. But now I have. I've seen a lot of people get stung when I preach by by ants. Just a little something called. <laughs> It's like the cemetery Holy Ghost hits somebody every now and then. You're standing out there at the graveside, and you're preaching, and all of a sudden, 
all of a sudden this woman gets going. She's jumping around, jumping around, uh, with uh, moving her feet really fast, knocking the knocking the dirt off her feet, and she's stood in an ant pile. And so it seems like she's been touched by the spirit, but really she's just hurting. Well, we've got something in Texas. Does does everybody have fire ants? Yeah, fire ants are everywhere. Yeah, they're they're really not pleasant. No, and when they get when they get you, woo. Because it's never just one. If you've got one biting you, you've got ten biting you. Yeah, and the thing at the cemetery is if it's rained or if you're just standing out there, they're all over the place out there. Yeah. You know? So. In really... Texas, you always got to look down. You got to look for snakes and fire ants. Yeah. Yeah. And then when you're driving, I was trying last night to scan for hogs because we have all these wild hogs everywhere and they just run out in front of your car. Yeah. They're usually smarter than that, but every now and then people hit them and they do a lot of damage. I don't think they're very smart, do you? They're supposed to be really intelligent. Really? You know, like they learn. They learn what not to do. They, they, uh, they Down by the baseball fields, I, I looked there the other day, they've apparently just torn up the baseball fields. They are the, so disgusting. They are really gross creatures. They stink really bad. It's a pig. These were domesticated pigs that this, apparently the Spaniards brought them over back in the... Back in the day, with Ponce and all those guys, <laughs> you know. Those were the days. Coron- back in the Coronado, Ponce de Leon days, whatever, whoever settled around here. Cabeza de Vaca. Remember, <laughs> remember about all those guys? <laughs> Head of the cow. Anyway, um, and they've somehow, you know, over the years, these pigs have gotten out. Domesticated pigs. And they, they turn back into feral animals really quickly. So they're, they they develop black hair, tusks, and they twitch, and they're gross. and They're gross. They're really nasty. They're fun to kill, though. And you can kill as many as you want, anytime you want. Like in Texas, it's always hog, <laughs> hog season. Because <laughs> there's way, they just, they reproduce like every four hours. <laughs> the mama has another litter. And you'll see them every now and then in the twilight when Adelaide and I have been driving to back and forth to dance or something. You can look out sometimes and see a big mama pig and all these little piglets chasing after her. And you just think, oh, man, they're going to ruin something. Yeah. But anyway, so that's uh, that's country preacher life right there, getting stung in the hand, dodging the hogs, <laughs> dodging the fire ants, the snakes. So anyway, well... uh so we announced last night the Heather Dieterding won the big giveaway. Have you made contact with her? Yeah. And she's really cool. Oh, yeah. She's really excited. And she's fired up. Yes. She's gotten a huge prize, uh, prize package. I know. So that'll be that'll be awesome. She said she said she can't wait to share the prizes with oh, yeah. people in her life. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be good. Wrapped up in a bow for Christmas. Yeah. Maybe. So that's cool. Uh, what else is going on? You know, I'm just trying to get myself mentally prepared to get back in the game of school and classes, dance classes and basketball practices. And and you've really had a week off, haven't you? It's been awesome. It's been really awesome. It makes you wonder why we do all this stuff. I had even quit. I've even, I mean, I haven't worked. I haven't written a word in quite some time. <laughs> I'm gonna have to get back into that this week. Got to start blogging. Yeah, and I've got to write a Sunday school curriculum. 
You know, I'm yeah. trying to get geared up. I don't sound geared up right now, though. No, you're actually really depressing me. <laughs> it's good. It's, it's going to be a great week, everybody. It's going to be awesome. Yeah. I mean, it will be for me. I like it when school's in. I like I know, the routine. I know, I know. I like when everybody's working. I just don't like driving over to dance every night. That's the one thing. It's two nights a week. Yeah, that's way too many. <laughs> the one thing I do like over there, though, is if we have a little extra dough in the, in the bank account, is being able to go to the Chinese restaurant when I take her to dance and I can sit there for two hours and read my Bible and eat and eat and eat. You know, I don't like it when you do that. And I eat a lot of onions. I eat way too many onions for one man to consume. And I come home and she's like, what is that smell? Like it's a feral hog. It's it's some, there's something that you eat over there mm-hmm. that for two days after you eat there, it's like whatever it is. It's just seeping out of my pores. Yes, it's just yeah. like a cloud following you of this odor. It well, is. I wonder really... if other people besides you smell it. Oh yeah. You think so, Chad? They couldn't not. <laughs> <laughs> it is a terrible idea to go eat there. Well, it's really good, though. It's very it's a very pleasant place to read your Bible because I don't understand any of the the music is real pop music and it sounds somewhat familiar, but it's it's not. It's um it's all in Chinese. It's unpleasant for those of us who who have to be around you. Well, I'll start wearing deodorant. <laughs> That'll fix it. It's not that kind of problem. I don't know what it is, but it is weird. Hmm. You know, that's just how it is, though. If you're, if you're, I'm kind of multicultural. You know that kid Pigpen on um, peanuts? You know, there are people all over this country that smell like curry every day of their life. It's not curry. I, re- I like those people. I don't mind the smell of curry. I like going curry. to their house. It's something else. I don't know what it is. It's probably ginger. I don't know. Something ginger. It's probably those that wonton soup. That seems like it would smell for days, seeping out of your pores, <laughs> seeping out of your pores. I don't know. It's bad. Well, you know, here we are on day twenty-four of Nutty November, and guys, I want to tell you, we need your suggestions on what to cover in the topic of marriage. What do you want us to discuss? Because we're running thin on ideas. We thought, hey, we can talk about marriage for 30 days. Yeah. And when you get get down to it, it's really hard. Have y'all ever tried to come up with something different to talk about on the topic of marriage for 30 days in a row? Yeah, it's really hard. Parenting is so much like easier. A lot of the topics kind of melt into each other. Yeah. They're all, they all overlap. Maybe that means marriage is not that hard. We're just not very good at it. Maybe we just make it harder than it is. Yeah. Well, today, though, I thought of a topic uh, that really was something Jackson Chang suggested. So go to Nativity Tradition, support their Kickstarter campaign, and get you a Nativity Tradition set. Um, you know, what about people that bring baggage into a marriage? He kind of asked a two-part question. What about baggage? What about accountability? And, you know, those maybe get back to trust issues. I think when someone brings maybe uh, some sort of past into the marriage that the other one is, you know, afraid of, or uh, what would, what would you, what would you say about that? If someone brings them, 
you know, if you've got, you know, you can think of the situation where someone might have had a more, what's the word? Um, sordid. Um, sordid. Sordid. It's a sordid past. Uh-huh. Okay. Um, they have a more sordid past. And the other person doesn't really have that. And so they come together in the marriage. And this person has all these worldly experiences and this other person doesn't. I think it creates a, could, could create a, a mistrust and a strange dynamic, you know? Yeah. Um, especially if you think sexually, or what are you thinking of? Are you comparing me? Am there, I, you know, those sorts of things. Yeah, and there are situations, I think it happens quite often, that a couple, when they're dating or engaged, they think, oh, that's not... I'm not concerned about that. It's not an issue. It's fine. You know, mm-hmm. I'm not worried about it. But then later on in the marriage, it it can come up. It can, t- can come up unexpectedly, you know, as an insecurity or an issue. Mm-hmm. So, you know, the question is, well, how do you, how do you deal with that? And let's say this, I mean, you know, if you're, if you're really, if you have a real problem in your marriage, if you have a, an issue you just can't seem to work through. You need to find a good biblical counselor. Uh, start with your pastor, and maybe your problem is that you don't have a pastor, but start with a pastor, and if he can't, you know, kind of help you work through the issue, have him recommend someone who does biblically-based counseling who can, you know, who's going to be feeding you truth and, and getting down to the uh, bottom of this. I would say the 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 building up of trust is sort of a yeah, one one of the main things. If it, when people can trust each other, um, that that goes a long way. Mm-hmm. You know, if you know they're not going to do this or that that you're most concerned about, um, but that leads into the accountability issue. And we've talked before: no secrets, um, no. Uh, you know, no, no secrets on your devices, but no secret life, you know, and, and you really need to know where each other are and need to know what each other are doing. And you need to be okay with answering those questions. Where are you? What are you doing? Yeah. You know, and, uh, that's, those are, those are hard things. You know, whenever someone sort of has a past that concerns their spouse, um, well, before you get married, don't have the rose colored glasses on, talk about those things make sure that you're equally yoked enough despite the past to be getting married and work through that to where that's those, those things aren't going to be an issue. Right. And, uh, you know, what I told Melissa before we started here, I want to mention that and I don't know if this is even good advice. This is just what I think. Uh, the, the, the great thing about Christianity and the great thing about being a Christian is that you're a new creature. And so if someone is truly born again, they're a new creature in Christ. They're not that same old person that did all that stuff. You know, and they're, they're, they've changed and their desires have changed and their um, outlook on life and the purpose of life and those sorts of things has all changed. And so I think what you have to do is um, keep building each other up and feeding that, inner, that new inner man and building each other up spiritually, helping each other um, grow, 
And you're going to grow in that trust and grow in the confidence, do you think? Mm-hmm. And then part of that is accountability. That's how you grow, is someone holds you accountable. I mean, we've been doing this. That Bi- Did we mention the Bible reading app? We've mentioned it, haven't we? Yeah, I mentioned you know, it we've yesterday. Been d- that's, a great, that's a great way to hold each other accountable. You yeah. know, just, uh, you know, I think you need, you know, the monitoring or the... Um, the covenant eyes type, what are they called? Uh, net accountability and all that, but a really good accountability we've been going through with a, with just a friend of ours uh, is um, the three of us have been doing a Bible reading plan and we've really stuck with it. Yeah, and it really helps you stick with it when you know someone else is going to know you didn't read, and uh, that's the, the, that that type of accountability with one another that where you don't resent the person helping you not sin. Right. Uh, really it goes a long way. So none of us like accountability. None of us like having to answer for the dumb things that we do and the dumb things that we say and the dumb things that we think. But we really do need it because it helps us to be more thoughtful and insightful and sensitive to one another in the future. It helps us become more like Christ. So that's good to model that. In your marriage, it's good to model that for your kids. It's good to model that for the people around you in your church and other people in your community. And that just builds up confidence and builds up trust. And then those those things that, you know, you were worried about 10 or 15 years ago, you just never think about them. Right. So any other words of wisdom on that? I think you did a good job covering that topic. Well, you are so out of it today. <laughs> Am I? Yeah, you've been no help to me, and it's your podcast. <laughs> You're just sitting there. Well, I, don't, I mean, I don't know what else to say about it. I'm that good. <laughs> Is your whole arm supposed to hurt whenever you get stung by a wasp? It really know. hurts right here in the like in the area on my wrist behind my thumb. Yeah, it hurts. Feel it feels strange. I feel like I'm turning into wasp man. <laughs> <laughs> what if that was a radioactive wasp? <laughs> You'll finally get some superpowers like you've always graveyard, wanted. Graveyard, graveyard wasp. Those things are deadly. <laughs> kidding 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 all right anything else going on (laughs) (laughs) you just want just want to wrap this sucker up i don't know i've got nothing to say i got nothing tonight i don't know you've podcasted out yeah i guess so tomorrow will be better tomorrow (laughs) tomorrow i'm going to have accepted the fact that monday is coming you need to get you some methamphetamines or something tomorrow (laughs) Help you podcast a little better. Did you just say that? Pep in your step, girl. Can't say I that. I meant amphetamines. <laughs> meth. meth is the bad stuff, right? You need some amphetamine. You need some uppers. No. Yeah. You I'm should just... just say you need some coffee or something. Oh, that's that's what I meant. <laughs> meth, coffee, same thing. <laughs> yeah, we need we need some meth. Amph- I mean, coffee. Uh, amphetamine. Uh, coffee. <laughs> All night while I was driving, I driving back last night, I was drinking Dollhead Coke Zero. Woo! That kept me awake. That's good. You yeah. needed to be awake because I was barely awake. Yeah, you were you were barely awake. playing my sermons. Everybody's sleeping. <laughs> so, well, all right. Well, I'm going to go see if I can uh, resuscitate Melissa. <laughs> <laughs> but everybody have a good uh, Lord's Day tomorrow, and we will uh, talk to you tomorrow night. Okay. Thanks for listening. And any suggestions? Any any ideas? Just put them in the comment section, forward them. If you want to be on the, 
be on the podcast tomorrow night? Hey, come on, join us. It's fun. <laughs> we'll, we'll talk about your marriage. All right. Talk to you later. Bye. Bye.